Yo, yo, yo. What's good, guys? What's going on? Um, welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. Uh, like always, um, as always, um, I'm Sam. And I'm Megan. And we are your hosts of this podcast. All right, guys. A quick little rundown. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you haven't been listening in, um, we are two adoptees adopted from Peru. Different parts of Peru. I was in from Cusco, and Sam was from Ica, and I grew yes. up in Minnesota, and Sam was raised in New York City. So Manhattan, New York City. Yes. He said, put some respect on my name. Yeah, because a lot of people, when they when somebody says, like, where are you from New York City? You know, they're just like, yeah, I'm from, like, Staten Island, no, or I'm from, right. like, Brooklyn, or, like, you know, I'm from Long Island. No, like, I'm from, like, Manhattan, New York City. Like, it's so interesting. I was having a conversation with um, a friend earlier this morning and was talking about how there was this one time there was this person and they were talking. What are you doing? Just you listening. You? Just oh. listening to you. <laughs> um, I'm like, I need that eye contact. I have no idea what's happening. Sorry. In the background is our trusty little steed, Oreo. He's uh, calming down for the night, which means he's humping his bed and biting it yeah because we opted for him not to have his nuts cut off because i believe that based on the information that i have seen that it is a 50 50 split on you know getting a dog neutered or not and since he's not a girl and i don't have to worry about blood every month and him her bleeding on things and since he's a guy i just opted to uh, roll the dice on having his um, nuts because I had an older dog who had his nuts removed and he's facing a lot of like elderly complications that I only I only can wonder if he had his nuts um, how much of those would actually have come to fruition or not mm -hmm. and I think that you know especially for a male like that part of your body is very sacred and if it's taken away I believe that you kind of like lose a piece of you yeah literally you know i feel like it's very f similar to like women and you know who have cancer and and just the idea of like losing something very precious like their like the, like a breast or something yeah. how like impactful that is yeah. to them and their psyche and or somebody losing their hair when they have cancer and or getting you know their um reproductive uh hysterectomy yeah yeah i you know like i feel like those have a lot of like Oh, um, that's true. Sorry, we're talking about, like, sexual organs, not, like, <laughs> hair. Yeah. But, no, I feel you. And I was kind of nervous in the beginning because I thought our doctor or the veterinarian was going to have a lot of pushback. But she's like, actually, yeah, I mean, you don't really, you know, he doesn't really need that. And I was like, oh, like, appreciate that. And I don't feel like that was always the case. No, and, and it was interesting because even a few of the nurses, they were really pressuring me. Um, and saying like, okay, so I was getting phone calls, like, when are we going to do this? When are we going to schedule it? Do you want to do a pre-op? And, um, Jesus. it was really, I was getting an email and, and yeah, I just kind of felt like uncomfortable. So when I went in there, I had this like preconceived notion of that something that they wanted us to do. But then yeah. when we talked to the doctor, she was really kind. She's like, no, the, um, like you said, the chances are actually 
there are some chances that are higher in getting cancer when you have um your balls. It's like seven percent higher. Yeah. I mean, like, were, but you did the, the research on yeah it. i remember it was like seven percent um those odds are very favorable yeah. and i'd be curious what the percentages of other cancers and other ailments from other things that you are in his and he's in contact with that have a higher chance of him getting sick yeah. that we aren't aware of so i you know well, there's a chance we'll see how it goes um but Earlier, I was going to say um, it was interesting because I was talking to a friend earlier about, like, people, because we are both from Minnesota, me and my friend who I was talking to earlier. Um, we're both from Minnesota, but we live in New York, um, and he lives in Brooklyn, and we were talking about when we meet people from New York and how they stress, like, I'm from the Bronx, or I'm from Brooklyn, you don't know none of this, or blah, 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 whatever the case is. <clears throat> There's, like, funny things, like... I, I guess it's not like funny, but people are very serious about it. Like I had a friend at work, and they were like, "I'm from Bedsty, do or die, Bedsty," and I'm like, um, "The okay. fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna stay away from you. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny because he was talking about how a lot of these people are so proud of like their area, and, but they don't really know about the area or the land or like who was here before them. And so it was definitely an interesting perspective when people are just like, "I'm from the Bronx," like like they own the Bronx, like they own Brooklyn. Um, but I understand that pride as well. It's not necessarily like the easiest place to grow up in. Um, and I guess I'm just specifically talking about the Bronx. That's all I know. I was in Brooklyn for a bit, but. Brooklyn's hard too. You know, I've definitely been to Canarsie. I used to have a, um, band member in my past previous band who was from Canarsie. And I feel like I went over to his house like a few times over the course of being in the band. And I just remember getting off the train. I already could feel like it was a completely different environment than what I was used to. And that's all I'd like to say about that now. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, I always oh, that from, uh, uh, oh, no, I got it. Um, the li life's like a bag of chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Why can't I remember the name? Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, but I kind of, <clears throat> my throat was kind of getting weird tonight. Um, I kind of wanted to go over something that, like this, like weird self-revelation um, that I had recently. And it was like, it was brought on by uh, my adopted family, not my adopted family, my birth family, and how they were talking about all these problems and stuff. And like, I was talking to my sister and I was, they always come to me to like solve problems and she was just every time I was giving them a solution um I was getting a lot of lashback and or maybe not lashback is not a, a proper name but like negativity I guess and yeah. I just felt like I'm doing my best I'm over here I don't like I could throw a hundred dollars on this problem is that really gonna fix it um you know and like I was kind of telling you is it just it reminded me of myself like when I'm listening to my sister um or she's typing to me um and she's just kind of saying like no this is this and i can't do it because of this and we can't do this because of this and we already tried this um it just sounded like a broken record because i just heard myself in her and it really freaked me out um and i got scared because i was like wow this is kind of me and you to an extent where you're always super positive and i'm over here like <laughs> i actually saw a tiktok about this the other day 
there was like somebody who was they were talking about something um about like trusting people and their partner was saying like well every time there's something good um you're like well well how, can you trust them how do you know it's going to be this way or how do you know it's going to be that way and it's kind of like uh like the paranoia i guess and it was just interesting to kind of like hear that and to be able to relate to it i guess because i just kind of realized i don't want to be like that which is why i've been like digging so hard into other things recently like taking a super big dive into um trying to grow different habits and i'm like reading a book on habits right now called um badass habits cultivate the awareness boundaries and daily upgrades you need to make them stick um and I really like that and I got a new planner that's helping me with habits and stuff and so I'm liking how you can like check off like my my goals are like to wake up at 5 a.m to make sure I take my medicine um to read to meditate um just small things to start me off but like I feel good like I'm I'm exhausted um from waking up every morning but yeah but I feel good because I feel like we're getting a lot of stuff done. Like we did so much this week. I know. And Maya's coming ridiculous. tomorrow. And yeah. I, so I feel like we're going to be prepared because we really worked really hard. Yeah. No, I definitely can relate to you with that. It bothers me though. I feel like more tired than I normally am. Um, doing the same thing that I feel like I've been doing for years. I don't know why that is, which is why I brought up to you earlier about Gym. working out. Yeah. And like, ser- not just like working, like not what I do, like not, not even, I, I don't even call it really working out. It's like maintain, just not even maintaining. It's just getting by. Yeah. And I really want that to be like more of a fixture. And it, and I feel as though if you we do that, everything will run like 50 times more smoother. Yeah. It's like hitting a barrier in a test, like in the teacher says, like this test you just know that you will never you will not get below 50 no matter how bad you if you get everything wrong you'll still get a 50 Mm. and that's how if you like working out consistently is like it's that 50 yeah if you work out like your day is automatically 50 percent yeah um it makes it it always makes me more awake and it makes me just more hungry that's about it yeah like working out constantly but i haven't um, but think about it you know you're not working out so it's like your blood is stagnant everything in your body is stagnant yeah it needs to be drained and because you know you wonder you know maybe where negative feelings are frustrations are easily like stress like you're Mm -hmm. it's in there and it's like so it's like uh it's like a, a wooden box that's containing a pressure water and you can see the like you know the water spew out from the cracks of the wood yeah and that's how it feels and the minute you work out and you go on a, like a deep run you cl- i feel as though you cl- you release the tension of the bo- water and you let it drain a little bit yeah and for it to come back to normal because you'll always have stress but but when you're consistently working it's like it's consistently <laughs> being drained and so there will always be water filled to a certain extent but it won't be like yeah. like a bad explode like a barrel of tnt yeah and yeah that's and yeah going back to your stress thing like yeah i I definitely like i'm on the (coughs) other end of that like i i grew up very it is i don't know like my mom was very like nonchalant very laid back yeah and i i never liked that about her growing up but now i kind of enjoyed it because because a lot of the things i feel like i worry about 
they don't ever even come to fruition. Like I'm sitting there worrying about something that's probably not going to happen. And it's funny because you're, you're, you and your mom are pretty dramatic. Like if water spills, like, oh my God. And for me, when I hear that, I'm like, oh my God, something like really bad happened and I get really panicky. But for this past week, whenever like you've been like that, I'm just like, all right, it's probably nothing. Because it's like those, those, um, like sound waves. Uh, it just it just creates like such negative like um like emotions because you just get scared it's just like a, a you snap into something you're scared what do you have to do well how can i help and i'm just like all right i think it's fine if he's not like screaming or freaking out i think it's fine and i have been feeling um a lot better um i'm i'm exhausted but i'm like it's a happy exhaustion because i feel like i did a lot um and it's not just like I got up and I went to work and I called the day. Like, no, I feel good. I haven't eaten out once. I've been eating super mm. healthy. Sam can't say the same. Yeah, like, but that's the thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm like prioritizing yeah. other things other than that. Like, right. I want to go to the gym. I wanted to do this. I wanted to get all this stuff done before and I was like, I can't, like, I could, but I also care about my, like, my body to an extent, so that protein intake I need yeah. to hit, because I know that if I don't hit it, I will snack on carbs, and yeah. that's not good, and I don't, so I'm like, yo, like I said, maintaining, it's not yeah. good either, which is why I'm advocating on running and just being more active, Yeah. I but, agree. you know... It's, it's good. I feel good when there's like something I don't want to do, kind of like go to the gym, but then you go through with emotion and you do it. Um, and you just like cross it off your list. It it's just like, why, nice. it's like, why the fuck did I not do this sooner? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Getting back into the swing of things. And it's kind of nice because I know everybody starts like, it's a new year, new year, new me kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always think in December, um, I always try to start in December like good habits for the next year. Um, and because I don't want to jump on the like January 1st. It has oh, to is that why you started doing year. it? No, specifically why I started is because my sister, like the, the oh. negative like, <laughs> that, like, feedback and stuff. I was just like so disgusted in what she was doing and what she was saying. I just literally saw myself from above doing that with you. And I was like, this is sometimes so I'm like, I love you, but like, sh just shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> like, like, I mean, no disrespect, but just please here. I'm tr fucking trying here. I just know. fucking throw and me that's a bone. Literally how I've been feeling with her. And hey. it's just kind of like a constant. I feel like she doesn't come to me and say like, hey, how are you doing? Like, um, you know, here's a picture of your niece or your nephew and like they're doing great in school or whatever it is. It's always like, hey, dad broke his arm and now we can't eat. Nobody's feeding us and we can't pay rent and we can't pay the bills. And it's like, what the fuck? Or, you know, just mom's having severe headaches and she's taking going to the hospital and mom had COVID. And it's just like I like, yes, those things are happening. I totally understand. But I feel like it's way more negative negative then it's positive and and my sister's a really big worrier too and i just don't like like i said there's not that much i can do from here from afar yeah so it's hard and um but yeah i just try to focus on on the good things like i got to talk to my dad today my birth dad oh, nice. which is cool he was um in orabamba by himself my mom so is that like a less populated place in cusco oh yeah like to get there it's really cool because 
I can't remember if it was a two-hour uh, van cl- ride or a three-hour van ride is from Cusco. Really? Yeah. Is it further south or, like, just where oh. is it? I can't remember. But I just remember going downtown, like, taking this. We had, like, this thing called the Batman bus. And oh, you went the, there? Yeah. I went on the Batman bus. And then it, the Batman it, it, It's, like, this yellow bus. Then we went downtown to the Cusco Square. And then it's funny, like, you, you start, everybody's yelling, like, which bus is taking you where? Which bus is taking you where? And, like, you're negotiating prices and stuff. Um, no way. Yeah. And so this one bus was going to Urabamba. And same with a lot of people. And it was interesting because while we were in the bus, there was uh, tourists um american tourists and they had to pay like triple the amount that we did and they couldn't speak a lick of spanish sure they didn't even care yeah and they didn't really know um <laughs> and it was funny just to hear that people speak i don't speak spanish that well but i could understand i can understand it a lot more than i can speak it and so like hearing these people being like well how much should we charge them and how much should we charge like the, the regular people um so yeah it was a it was an interesting conversation and everybody shuts up you know because they're not they're not gonna, like the native peruvians aren't going to say anything to uh, to these people to the white people um they just let it be and then we got there so the van dropped us off but then we literally had to walk a mile or two to my dad's house so it's not like oh i forgot kind of, that your dad has another house over there yeah so it was really nice. Like I, I really enjoyed it. It's very peaceful. It's like right there's farms mm-hmm. all around there. It's completely. You look everywhere. There's mountains. Um, he grows so much like fruit, and it's really cool because I love talking to him when he's there because he'll just take me on a tour. Like, look, it's grapes. Look, it's cherries. I think it's kind of like these cherry things. Um, look, it's potatoes and it's corn, and it's just really exciting because you can see how proud he is. And he showed me his chickens today and hens. And you know, nice. would it be safe to say, I don't know, like, would it be safe to say that your family isn't doing that bad? Because I don't know. I feel like my, my family growing up, my mom was like, from what I hear, she was like dirt poor. Mm. She didn't have nothing to her name. Like, she would sell vegetables in the street. And I don't, she didn't, I don't know if she even planted them. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she got it from a third party, but like, you know how that goes. Yes. They don't, they're not really getting anything from it. If just getting by. Yeah. I, and I don't know how he established that land. I don't know like how he got it. Um, but it's interesting because, because he's not working right now. I had gone through like all the bills, like how much is this and that and blah, blah, blah. In Orabamba, rent for an entire year for him is, I think, under $150. An entire year for the whole house payment. Wow. <clears throat> and that comes with, obviously, he has land. Um, and people try to buy it from them because they want to build hotels. Um, he doesn't... I'm not... It's interesting, right? Because he could he could get a lot of money for that. But he built, he built two houses there um, by himself. And he's very proud. So it's cool. That's funny. Yeah. It's it's nice. And he was talking to me today about how he doesn't he doesn't like Cusco anymore because of the popula- uh population. Yes, population, the air pollution, um, there's too many cars. Just like he's really funny. Come to New York City. <clears throat> that shit would be mind blowing with pollution. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's just nice. Um I think him and my brother are the two people who I feel like I can relate to the most. And they never really say, like, 
life is hard or I'm struggling through this. Well, it's not that you can't relate to them. It's you want to relate to them more than you're. Well, you know what? I want to be around them. Yeah, because I, be I my opinion of you is that you're almost exactly. You are more relatable to your sister and your mom yeah. than you are to your brother and, and your dad. As relatable as you are to them. But your mentality, I feel, is geared more towards them mm-hmm. because maybe you don't like people who are similar to you. Yeah. So you're like, I like kind of want to go over there. But that's kind of uh, observation, why I feel but like it's like a, I want to take like a 180 because after hearing that, I was like, like I don't think you understand how disgusted I was. And like no disrespect to her, but it it was just it's frustrating, you know. Oh hmm. my gosh, what is he working on? You're making lots of noise in the background. It's your bedtime, boy. Yeah, he needs to go to bed. Go to bed, Oreo. <laughs> no, he's so sweet. He'll be sweet tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. I hate New York City rent. Taxes, sorry. It's like talking about monthly and, and like installments and payments. Like, yeah. I, I I don't know how the, how the state gets by paying you getting you getting paid like you you having to pay so much in like taxes here. It's ridiculous. I know. I'm like, you I'm, don't really get it back. You never. You we'll never see Social Security no. come back. No. None of that. None of that. Like. Retirement stuff. It's such a sham. They're just taking money from us. I know. I don't... And, like, it's interesting. Like, I think everybody glorifies New York so much. And I think you just genuinely have to be in- incredibly rich to, like... I don't know. To, to like it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and, and, I, and I like being here and everything. But I don't necessarily see myself raising an, an entire family here. Um, for one... Obviously, rent, um, the small spaces. I'm used to having, like, a big backyard or a big... I mean, a front yard and a backyard. I'm not talking about, like, I need, like, an acre of land or anything. Um, but enough to, to run around and just be free. It's really hard to feel like that around here. Yeah, and it's like, dang, like, even... It's, like, everywhere in New York State, you know? Like, I was thinking, like, dang, what it... Like, Long Island... But there, I'm just but like. But then you can't get anywhere else. Like you're stuck. So it's a, it's a, isn't interesting. It'll be a Long Islander and just stay in Long Island. Nah, I can't do that. No. Um, it's nice to go to vacation. Yeah, I I equally like to come back though. You know what we should do? Maybe one time we should like. I don't know if it's possible, but we should um. Get like an Airbnb for like a, a somewhat. Like in an extended time, yeah, and just like, like actually summer. try and yeah, but like mm-hmm. the, I guess goal to like actually trying to work, you know, mm-hmm. see if that you know obviously like I said, um, it would be nice to see how that would go, yeah, just because it's like if you really are serious about it, I feel as though like serious about moving out of New York, City. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like literally testing out what it would be like mm-hmm. to work in another environment what it would look like how it would sound like how it would feel like you know after you get off you know like what would you like you know i don't know for for instance like me like i think it would be kind of scary i don't know like this is i've never experienced this but for me i feel as though it would be kind of scary like 
being in like the suburbs anywhere because you know especially if you're working remotely when you get out of work there's nobody there like to a certain extent like you have to go and put yourself out there to be like around people yeah you, you can to go to a supermarket somewhere. and like around people but like the cool, the cool thing about here is like you can like walk out your front door and just walk downstairs and you're like there's somebody there and you're not doing anything you're not like talking to them or anything but they're just there yeah Yeah. and that that is in itself a social interaction with somebody and you don't have to go very far you know but you know that's the the cons are obviously the rent and the taxes but the pros are kind of like and the people same like to a certain extent like keeping you sane you know i that's one of my fears on the opposite side is like you know looking not seeing like the cool places that other people live, not being even eyes open to that. In, in a, a, a different example, would be like me s- not opening myself to new music and just staying with the same music that I've been liking and not, you know, going somewhere different. Or at least trying. Yeah, imagine if you were to stay with the same music and you saw the same music all the time, you listen to the same music all the time, like... I'm curious how that would affect you, like, creatively. Like, would that put you in a weird subconscious bubble where you're just like, you know, would that make you more lazy or lax in a certain sense where it's like the urgency isn't there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But I do think about that, and I do think about the the, co- the, co- the cause and effects of how that would be. But like I said, I think a great, a great like, kind of, like, thing would just be, like, you know, I could go, you know, if, if we're talking about moving out of the city yeah. to see how that would feel like as one step yeah. closer to there. I am, um, you know, I don't, when I close my eyes and I think of a place that I want to be, I don't even know, like I'm sure it exists, but I want to be, I still want to be by water. I love being by the river right now. It's it, that part's yeah. really important to me. Um, I, I do want like space to grow food in, um, like my own berries, things like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's funny I just said it like my so, own berries. Sorry, I was like thinking about like a few different things, <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Since when have you become such an avid loyal follower of berries? No, I'm just kidding. Since, I know like, what you mean. I know what you, you know. Why. You mean like, fruit? Like, yeah, but and like, vegetables. Berries lately. Really. Well, like, oh yeah, I suppose you'd be day. so fucking hype. Just like, look what I grew. Oh my god, I mean my own fucking how? berries and my own fucking strawberries. I'm so proud. No, you don't even understand. They're seasonal, right? So like, there's only a certain amount of like, but but I'm sure you could. Couldn't you grow them inside to a certain extent? I have no idea. Because then you could have it year round, wouldn't you be able to? They'd be like infected by LED lights, berries. LED light infused berries. But LED, no, I don't know. I'm just. You mean UV light? Yes. Which is technically like sun's UV. I don't know. It's something to look into. But I don't. I don't want to grow them inside. I I want an own. Well, the only reason why I say that is that it would it would be seasonal then, because unless you're going to like Florida where it's like warm all all year. Yeah, I mean, like I was talking about like a dream place. Because to be honest, like that's where I would. But in your dream place, in Florida. No, not. Not necessarily Florida. Oh, I, it'd be like by the water, um, with a patch of land. Because I'm humoring you, and I'm then I'm I'm putting into the seasons season aspect. Yeah, I don't. It's interesting because like I grew you, up in Minnesota, and like you have like all of those seasons all the time. Um, but I wouldn't mind it 
the thing is like I can't pinpoint exactly where I'd want to be um but like I said when I close my eyes I can just picture myself being by water but could but like but could you picture a season like like a seasonal place or not like four seasons or are you talking about like Florida like where it's summer all the time or well either four seasons or, or, or Florida like a place like that not seasonal, no. Not seasonal, okay. No, I don't think so. Not not like in my dream, like when I close my eyes. And I don't know. It's hard. There's so many things that kind of like work against like leaving or, or being somewhere. Talk about a wardrobe change. If you're in somewhere it was always warm. Yeah. You'd never really need sweaters or anything. That's true. That's true. I mean, but you could be you, you, air conditioning inside and stuff and you need a sweater or something. I what? Yeah, maybe. I love wearing sweaters inside. Yeah. But, like, I'm talking, like, down coats, I guess, and really sweater. Oh, well, yeah. It's not like I'm going to miss down coats or anything. Yeah, that's true. It's like growing up in Minnesota, like, I don't need any more winter for the rest of my life. It's, that's, I'm fine. It's good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I see the memes of, like, what winter look, what winter people think winter looks like in New York, what it actually looks like in New York. If you're like slipping, sliding, Slush. it's just like horrible. They're like trying to get on the train. It's like snow. Stopped. I know. Nobody works when there's a half an inch of snow. God forbid there's I, school. Yo, I love the, the snow days. I had one school day my whole life, even if there's a foot of snow. Yeah, we had snow days all the time yeah, when I was little. But you know what's crazy? So when I was little, the snowstorms were so much worse than it was nowadays. There is, like, no snow nowadays. There are no snowstorms here, barely. Like, you, yeah, no, I, when I was I've in middle school and this. elementary school and, like, a little bit of high school, like, the snowstorms were ridiculous. Really? Ridiculous. Like, it was so intense. Like, like to the point where like no cars are on the street. It was that bad. Like in New York City. I know. I'm pretty like I'm pretty. I'm tired. I'm I'm uncomfortable. I'm just I'm just trying to get fucking comfortable. Like leaning back in his chair with the microphone, like leaning to his mouth. Yeah, like eyes half open, just trying to uh, visualize like what New York City's winters were like when I was a kid. She was lit. I was with like my friends, and we go snowboarding, and sh- well, like you know, we yeah. do parkour stuff with snowboards and down like stairs. <laughs> yeah, I mean there there are pretty good hills here for snow, um, like sledding and snowboarding. Oh my god, do you remember when we first took Maya to the sled to the oh hill? That was that was. Have you ever seen me run so fast in my life? My life, I was so. People were so impressed that, for one, you didn't bust your ass. That hill was so <laughs> steep. <laughs> I was like, be right back. Yeah, oh, my God, because what happened? Did she just go down it too fast and you were worried? Yes. Yeah, yes. That was pretty scary. And you know what's funny? I was, like, 80% focused because I realized halfway, like, not even halfway that she would make it okay. So I slowed down, but I still kept the pace up. But... If I was, but Megan, if I was serious, I was realizing that I could have literally gone a net. I could have had an extra notch of like speed, endurance, and stamina. If if I realized that it was not going to be good and somebody was coming down or like she was going to hit like a literal like wall where she could seriously get hurt. I would have kicked into another gear. I knew I had it, but I was like, I'm all right. Like I, like, I think it's okay. Like I think she, I'm going to be down there though, like just in case and the nick of time, but like if 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 it was serious, I genuinely believe that I could have ran faster than she was sliding and gotten in front of her before. I mean, you were pretty 
pretty close. Like hitting her. Had already slowed down a little bit. Oh yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Really surprised. Everybody was saying how fast, like, how fast you're running. But and the thing is, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go down that hill without slipping. So the fact that you literally were running with your steel-toed boots, (laughs) jeans. I was like, time to go into four-wheel drive. (laughs) In dad mode. Yeah, just blazing. Fucking the flash. Yeah. Yeah, same with the when Maya almost got swept up in a goddamn oh wave. God, but she didn't was... even literally I I ran so fast, only the not even a drop of the little oh residual wave even got to her. And it was like literally coming up inches and I snatched her up before it even touched her. Yeah. Remember the lady there is just like oh my, god. oh my god, you are impressive. Wow. Yeah, I guess it's like another, um, it's interesting, you know, with Maya and, um, it's funny, like I'm not, obviously I'm not her mom, but it's funny when there's things that you have to do, like carry her when she's sleeping, right? It's, it's like when she was like three or four, it was doable. That was Oreo. Oreo. He's crying. He wants treats. Um, when she was three or four, you know, it's doable. When she started getting five, six, it's a little harder. And I remember one time she was sleeping or no, I think she got hurt at the playground or something. Uh-huh. Um, and I had to carry her home and just, we, we have this giant hill, um, and going up the hill, just remembering like, this, this fucking sucks. I'm going to break my back, but just kind of like understanding, like you don't really have a choice. Like she's crying. Are you really going to make her walk up this hill? And just kind of like taking yourself out of your body and just making yourself do something. And I feel like that's kind of like my version of, of what it must be like when you're um, when your kid is in like danger or when you have to do something that you might not normally do, um, like flip over a car or something. I don't know. Everybody says when or if your kid is ever like stuck under something that you gain like this unlimited power um, to help out. I mean, you saw how fast I was running. Yeah, and that was that was only like I swear it was like like I said like seventy percent because like literally not even halfway a little bit before halfway I realized that it was gonna be okay, but I still kept a little bit of pace, but I was slowing down already before halfway down the mountain. So the fact if if I wasn't like I said like full strength like sticking in next gear and not stopping, I would have been I would have been quick. Yeah. I would have gone so fast, I think, I would have purposefully rolled, did a roll, just to give myself more momentum to push myself off. I'm not even kidding, Megan. I know, but that's like, literally, you just like a hedgehog or something, just like... No, seriously. I know, no. It fucking be like that. Like, I would do anything. I know. I've seen it multiple times. (laughs) I synced it. I synced it. Two eyes. (laughs) You ripped the man's throat out. I synced it. <laughs> that was a long time ago, boss. <laughs> I, got a family now. I know, I gotta settle down. That was a that was a funny movie. That was really funny. It's a classic. <sighs> kind of kind of some random thoughts tonight. Nothing like too serious. It's Thursday at nine twenty five. Yeah. Wait, did I just... Oh, it is 9.25. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I feel like we should cut ourselves a little slack. We did so much stuff this past week, and I know that we should have gotten this podcast out and done a little earlier, but I honestly am not, um, I am like, whatever it was, I'm not, um, disappointed with anything. Like, I'm pretty, like, happy that everything got done when it got done. Yeah, we did good this week. It's, it's been nonstop, like, it's been getting stuff done. Stop. But it's cool because I feel like, I mean, we got good news today and I feel like it's been really stressful, but I feel like we've just been constantly on a good flow of um, things getting easier and regardless if you stress about it or not, it doesn't matter because it's, it, it's getting easier. Yeah. Yeah, and this is this specific stuff that we've been dealing with is very temporary. Like yeah. we're not gonna have to deal with this for a, a long time, if ever. If whatever you know, if you know. Yeah, life things, life things. We will get into it more. Yeah. Time. But I say wrap it up. Post this one. Um, Congratulations to all those who are listening. To our You've mumbling. reached the end of our podcast. Subscribe now for more videos. <laughs> I'm just we'll try to have our, our stuff a little bit more better. Oh, I do remember what I wanted to talk about now, but let's not get into it. Yeah, we can say it for another week. time. Yeah. yeah. For next week. So, oh, well, I guess it's a good seg- segue. Um, what, what was the movie called that I was watching? You would know. I don't oh, know. I have to. Hold on. Um, new movie. It's Sandra. Bullock, Bullock. I'm not good. Um, Bullock. I don't know. <laughs> not Channing Tatum. One. Not money. Channing Tatum. Dang it! Which one is it called? Not it's, the Lost City. It's Netflix. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. I want to talk about that movie next week. All right, we're gonna talk about Unforgivable next week. Shout out to anybody who knows what I'm referencing. Well, whoever does gets a bonus point, gets a prize. All right, guys. Well, it was a pleasure talking. Um, hope you guys enjoyed us um, talk about what we want to talk about this week. And um, definitely have more in store for you guys. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a good night or I hope you guys are having a great morning. I hope you have a great day. And um it's uh, Sam and Megan. We're uh, signing off. And Oreo. And Oreo. Oh. Oh. Good night, guys. <laughs> oh.